Hey, it's Stacey and Jasmine of your Black Zen team. What's up? Welcome to another episode of our weekly wellness podcast. For those that don't know what we do, we are dedicated to making meditation your number one priority. Yes. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, like, I like that. I was say, for those of you who have been listening yes. for a while, you know I change my intro up every single time. That's like what it that. is this week. I, I like want, that. We want to make meditation your number one priority. And if you are not already doing it, we want you to think, why haven't I started? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, and that brings us really well into last week's topic. We had a question. I'm sorry. This was actually two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we talked about the yoga. Con- and the connection between yoga and meditation. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are yoga practitioners, you know that the benefits are very, very similar. Yes. So, Jazz, you want to read her question? Yes. So, to keep anonymity, we are going to call this reader JR. So, JR said, Thank you, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. We love good feedback. We do. I felt all, I felt all the love <laughs> all in the those feels. exclamation points. For sure. And she said... I now practice yoga on a daily basis, and I end it with a few moments of reflection. While I'm still not 100% comfortable with going straight to the mat for meditation, I do like to think of that moment of reflection at the end of my routine as a form of meditation practice. What do you think? Is this cheating? Will I get a deeper connection if I skip the yoga and go straight for the silence? Basically, am I on the right track? I love this question. She asked a few things in there. So she I did. Want to take so I want to break it down by each one question. by one. Give me the yeah. first question first. First question is, I like to think of that moment of reflection at the end of my yoga routine as a form of meditation practice. What do you think? Here's the thing. You can make that into a meditation practice, but I would say do not reflect. Instead, sit and breathe and be still and be quiet at the end of that meditation. We talked about Shavasana last mm, time. Use sure. that Shavasana time to turn off your mind. Don't reflect. Because reflecting is still a very active thing that you're almost trying to create your experience of that moment as opposed to just sitting in what the moment is. Because meditation is very much a letting go process. Yeah. So if you can exhale on the reflection and sit in silence after yoga, boom, you just meditated. Right. And just focus on your breathing and not on reflecting. Yeah. There's, there's actually another thing you can do that's a physical way of connecting with your breath, which I'm going to mention as the meditation tip of the week. So I'm going to hold off on what that, <laughs> that one is. Yes. Yep. But that answer, if you can do it in a way that's not reflection-based, but quiet-based, boom, you just started a meditation practice and didn't even know it. Yeah. And I know and what's funny, that's actually how I started meditating. Mm-hmm. All through yoga class, had no intention of becoming a meditator. <laughs> I was going there for weight loss. Yeah. Yeah. 15 years later. Here we are. It's true. It's true. (laughs) So then her second question is, is this cheating? That moment of reflection at the end of the routine and calling that the meditation practice. Do you think it's cheating? No, because all meditation is, is quieting the mind down. Intentionally quieting the mind. Intentionally quieting the mind. If you are intentionally quieting the mind during that shavasana, Mm -hmm. you are meditating. 100%. I agree. I agree. Usually Jazz and I don't agree on that. I know. I know. Well, well, here's here's her next question. Will I get a deeper connection if I skip the yoga and go straight for the silence? Um, It's tricky. That is a tricky one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think yoga first helps the practice, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You might say otherwise. So you came to meditation directly without yoga. Yes, Yes. I came to meditation through yoga, and that's why I found it more easy to 
adapt to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I mean, if someone asked me some years ago, would I be able to just go sit on the mat? Yeah. Not necessarily. Okay. So I guess I would say for this one, it actually is everybody is different. Yeah. And I think that you you know yourself. And so you've got to know for yourself, if you're a very active person and you are somewhat fearful of going straight to the silence part of a meditation practice, sometimes yoga as that physical meditation mm-hmm. helps your mind get ready for the actual sitting meditation. meditation. Right. And what's so, funny, she actually mentioned in her message that she's yeah. had our meditation beginner's guide to wellness. She did. She did. And she just read it, but still hasn't been able to get there. Yeah. And maybe she out did of say fear. that. She did say and that. And I'm telling you, the best way to get out of fear is to do yoga. The practice of yoga itself mm-hmm. was made as a catalyst to meditation. Yeah. So that's why yoga exists. Yes. Yoga exists as a form of physical well, and mental exercise yes. to prepare them for the mat. That's why yoga exists. Yes. So get that straight first. true. So number one, you're definitely on the right track. I have an idea. If after your meditation, let's say you get home, you haven't done yoga, but you're going to pretend like you finished yoga and just do a shavasana. Oh, that's Wouldn't that take the fear out of the practice? Because then it's not something foreign to you. So you're still laying on your back. Your mind is still Mm -hmm. activated, but you're not thinking on anything or reflecting, Mm -hmm. but you're just being quiet. That's true. Or you could even do like a few like sun salutations or a couple poses just to sort of get your body and Ooh, your mind ready. Yes. And then that like way, that. it's rather than it being like a full practice, it's really just a few moves to help your body relax and your mind get in a space and that's ready for meditation. Exactly. And mm-hmm. especially if yoga is easy for you to get into a meditative space, mm-hmm. do a few yoga poses first, then get into it. Mm-hmm. Class or no class. That's yes. The way that. Yes. That's. I think that. I wish someone told me that. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Because so. then, it, because then it makes the the sitting in meditation much less scary. And answer your final question: Am I on the right track? Yes. A thousand percent. Yes. I think you are because you have the discipline of a yoga practice. I think you'd be surprised how well you'll be able to acclimate to a meditation practice. She's actually. Further along than a lot of people. Yeah. I think, so I, I think you want to give yourself more credit than you currently are based off your letter. Anyone who has attention to do it mm-hmm. is already on the right track. So yes, get it. Exactly. You're on it. You are on the path. And, and you, you already will. have our beginner's guide. So I know you tabbed some of those pages. <laughs> so just start with the first one. Start with the first exercise and see how it feels. Yep. Go into it after a few sun salutations, as Jasmine said. Mm-hmm. She's also our yogi. She does. <laughs> she knows all the names of the poses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a few of those before your practice, you might find it a lot easier to move into silence. So it doesn't seem like you're coming into it cold. Yeah, I think so, so too. But great questions. Yes. So we thank love you for that. Fantastic questions like this. Mm-hmm. And we think the more questions you have, we can answer as a group. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone else has that question. Someone else was thinking that. Absolutely. You'd be surprised. Absolutely. And just to give you a little giveaway. Jazz and I are considering actually having people on the podcast talking about their experiences with meditation to help the community at large, Mm -hmm. right? So Because everybody's experience is so different. So we're really starting to really kind of crave and have a hunger for personal experiences that are outside of our own. And so if you are willing to share what yours is, we're going to have a campaign coming up at the end of the year. Yes. Um, But if you already know you want to be... In it on the podcast, right. sharing your experience. If you if you are, if you are open to us interviewing you, we, we will, would love that. Yes, we will get your name on the roster of mm-hmm. people to chat with. Mm-hmm. Um, info at blackzen.co yep. is how to reach us as Let always. Let us know you're interested. And I don't think I said in the beginning, but our website is blackzen.co if you want mm-hmm. to find out more about what we do, what we talk about, and get you settled. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so, on to on this, to week's, this topic. week's topic. Yes. This week, Jasmine chose it. So I'm going to let her introduce it and nerd out on it because 
for those of you that read it, because she made me read the, all those articles, <laughs> they're they're thick. And it's the concept of butterfly effects. So there's a lot of nuances and sciencey stuff. Jasmine, I'll let you describe it. Let me just take this away. Okay. <laughs> so this week's topic was called the butterfly effect. And if I find a topic really interesting, I just sort of go down what I call a mental rabbit hole. And so this week, that's exactly what happened with the butterfly effect. First of all, it is this scientific theory that uh, was best. I mean, it had been it had been talked about. I mean, Einstein was talking about it. People were talking about it. But it was best articulated by a meteorologist and mathematician, Edward N. Lorenz. And in his theory, he basically stated that the flapping of a butterfly's wings in one part of the world could potentially cause a hurricane on the other side of the world. And at first, people were sort of like, wait, what? And what he was trying to say was that there are some times where a very small shift in something can have monumental effects down the line for something else. And because of chaos theory, which she's losing me, you guys, maybe she's, you guys are keeping up. Keep going, Jazz. I'm going to let you finish. In the words of Kanye, I'm going to let you oh finish. Oh, my God. And then I'll tell you my, my, what I got out of the weekly wellness this Well, week. give me your two bug version then. What's <laughs> your, what's my, your two bug version? <laughs> my two bug understandable version is. And what the theory suggests is a small change can have a large impact. Yes. One that's unforeseen. But it also says it could have no impact. We don't know. Correct. Boom. That's the chaos theory part I of it. I just said everything you said in half a minute. <laughs> and it's clear. And for those of you that like the clear version the of this. The succinct award goes to. <laughs> I'll take that. I will take that succinct award and put it on my mantle. No, as as you should. This is the thing. Sometimes if I read too many articles. She wants they, to give you all the, all right, the I'm facts. Right. I'm like, no, no, but it gets more interesting. <laughs> no, and but it doesn't. But, well, this is what's funny is that I don't realize it's not interesting until I look at Stacy's face and she's looking at me like, what are you talking you about? Should, if, you guys, if you guys saw my, the look on my face, it just said, I'm tired. <laughs> this is not a conversation I want to have on my Monday morning. I wouldn't want to hear this. So I, I hope you guys appreciate that I, I am trying to Get the crux. Of the, 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 the crux of the situation is that uh, small things can have a huge impact, and often when they have an impact, they have an impact in unexpected areas, and that's yeah. the part that I thought was most interesting about the butterfly. Effect. I agree. In the same way that Edward Lorenz was trying to show this in terms of weather, what if we are the system that is being changed exponentially by just a small shift? Right. Because he was talking about in terms of weather systems and in terms of science. And I was saying, well, what if we were the system and that what if there are tiny things that we did in our own life that would have huge impacts down the line? Yes. And just that's so people understand me, where and that's it, why. It came yeah. From. And that's why it's a wellness topic. Right. Because you are the system. Correct. We are the system that is affected by small change. Yes. Whether we know it or not. Yes. And we don't know how those changes, those small changes will affect us or if they will affect us over time over time yeah so exactly that's that you wrapped yeah. it up jazz exactly you mentioned lorenz again i was about to cut you off <laughs> but you got back but, to but it. that's but that to me was what was most interesting is that it really could have that effect and i thought about it in terms of small things this idea that really everything is much more connected than i think we sometimes realize mm -hmm. and so if things are truly that connected what would happen if we started to make just small changes in our lives? Yeah, I think and you said it well in the wellness where you're like, if I am the system that can mm -hmm. be changed, wouldn't it make sense to bet all my chips on doing positive actions 
so that the result at the end will be positive if there is a change. Right. If they, yeah. Exactly. It, it seems better to work towards it mattering an effect? Oh, than yeah. it not, right? Yeah. And, and I actually, I came up with a few things that I think just in general we can do that are small, tiny changes. I thought about this. I was oh, actually, yeah, I nerded too. out. No I, no, I did too. Yeah. Did we have so the same idea? We might. Okay. Okay, so my first one was, what would happen if I woke up 30 minutes earlier every day? Got it. What would happen? And how much more would I be able to? So I was thinking, like, if I woke up 30 minutes earlier, I would actually be able to have time to exercise and shower before work. Or I would be able <laughs> okay, to hold make. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You guys, 30 minutes, a shower and a workout. This is how I know. This is so you know Jazz has no concept of time. No. But, <laughs> sure. But think about it. If right now I work out and I'm rushed and I'm, like, you know, trying to get out the door and I've done it, but it wasn't satisfying because I literally had to, like, breeze through it. So if you woke up 30 if minutes earlier. If I woke up 30 earlier, minutes earlier. Here's the thing. Would I be able to have enough time that I didn't have to rush it? I'm saying you wouldn't call me crazy at nine o'clock. Flustered. Exactly. In a flurry exactly. Of activity. Exactly. But you then also but then also I think the waking up thirty minutes early, it's like maybe I just use that time to like sit and actually write in my journal in the morning so that I start the day with some silence instead of like having to interact with the world you before don't meditate I'm ready. in the morning? Shame I do I do meditate in the morning. Uh. But right now, sometimes it's only ten minutes because I'm uh. trying to rush out the house. If I woke up thirty minutes early, touch, touch, I could touch. do a full twenty minutes. We have a wellness on that. If you are rushed what do you do? Meditate more. Thank you. I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. But this is what I'm saying. But just that small shift, right? Yeah. Or for some people, if I did that, maybe by the time I leave my house, I've actually beat traffic. So oh, I have yeah. a more peaceful commute because there are less people on the road. And by the time I get into the office, I have a chance to grab my coffee, to sit down, be nice to read to my email, and to, get, and to get 45 minutes worth of work done before other people show up. I like it. See? See, and that's all so, with one change, which is 30 it. minutes early. And what's great about this theory, it says those changes could all happen or there could be no effect. You sure. You wake up 30 minutes and everything stays the same. Which could totally be which the case. Which is fine. But we're betting on. I'm betting on better, the fact. That, right. And here's the thing. If you bet on that, it's better. You won't, you're not losing anything. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, if, and if nothing else, getting a jump on my day would help the rest of my day feel much more calm and collected. That's I personally the hope. think. That's the hope. That's the hope. <laughs> so or the possibility. That's the possibility exactly. available. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So what about you? What was one tiny so change that you thought could make a difference? all of my changes were definitely more physical. Okay. Give me an so example. So here's an example. Um, changing my shower head. <laughs> if, I've actually done this. <laughs> world of difference. I'm telling you. If, if you have a... It's something we do every single day. Mm -hmm. Everyone takes a shower in the morning. Mm -hmm. If my shower head was that perfect, wouldn't that just be a little nicer? Yes. No, I remember. It's so I, small. No, I remember but, when I first moved into my new apartment. It felt like every morning the shower and I had a fight, and like <laughs> the, spr the 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 sprinkles would go and the spritz were all everywhere. It would always I love touch that my hair. Always goes in your eyes. Well, right, and, and you're then like you're trying to keep your hair out. It's like no, that. it felt aggressive. <laughs> it felt aggressive, bro. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, really, are we doing this today? This is this what's gonna be like every morning. See, that's a way to change your morning. Just like thirty minutes yes. of, of extra time. Yes, it's having a shower that's comfortable and pleasant. Ex I had them come replace that, and I have to tell you, it it's has made, made a world of difference. <laughs> and if you guys notice, we joke because these are really small changes. But it's We're a small change. But honest to God, it has absolutely you know, made the difference in my shower experience. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I bought a new soap. Oh, look at a that. Smell, yeah, soap, that uh, body wash that smells like peppermint. It just livens me up in the morning. So it makes your day feel so better. it makes my morning feel great, yes. Small I don't know, change. It is, but I don't know if that small change has any larger impact. Sure. But 
Sure. Why not? So let that's me, that's the Renzo's other side. So true. Let me give you one that I think will have impact. Okay. Another one I had was listening intently for the first five minutes of every conversation. Oh. Before you jump into a story about yourself, before you tell somebody about your day, before you cut somebody off, listening intently for the first five minutes of every conversation. And I guarantee you what you hear will be different. What you pick up in those moments will absolutely make a difference in how you respond. And the people that you are speaking with will feel far more connected to you and, and as if you're truly listening. I just felt like that like would that. deepen relationships over time. We actually had a podcast. I podcasted wellness on that. We Active did. Active listening. Mm-hmm. What is that? Active listening? Oh, no, uh, yeah. Uh, how to shut up and just listen. How to shut up and just listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But funny enough, I feel like five minutes is too long. Okay. If you ask me fair. to look at you five minutes, I'm like, awkward silence for three. Fair, fair. So maybe it's the first two minutes. But I just yeah. mean, I you saying. know, like if you're if you're a person who naturally is the first person to talk, mm-hmm. start start maybe being the person who listens first. Like and if it. you're the person who always listens first, maybe start off by starting a conversation. Okay. And and just see what that small difference does in terms of how that impacts your relationships over time. Yeah. If you're a person who doesn't talk initially, what if you build a whole network just from talking to everybody? And what if you just started to be the first person to say hi in a room? You never know. See what I mean? Yeah. It's funny. Mine, I had one more. It was, um, actually, I have a few. Your but... stuff is frivolous. Give me a real no, one. No, you think it's frivolous, but it's a butterfly wing. Any less frivolous to cause a tornado, Jasmine? <laughs> you're right. Yes, you're it right, is. You're and right. That's you're what right. this article and it's a is hurricane. about. Thank you very much. Fine. A hurricane. Okay, fine. This is, let me flap my wings. Okay, flap your little butterfly <laughs> wings. Go ahead. Turning my phone off from 1 to 3 p.m. every single day. Ooh. I, that's a really that interesting change. Is, what's funny. I've actually done this by accident because mm. I turned my phone off for something. I forgot to turn it back on. Mm-hmm. I went through the whole day not missing it. I, mm. feel, I came back to a bunch of stuff. But in that moment, I felt freer. And you were able to be more <laughs> present, I imagine. Because you didn't have a bunch of pings on your phone and there wasn't people I trying to get I got work done faster because I could focus on just one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it was it was it was nice. That's actually okay. I think that's a good one. I take it back. Not all yours are flimsy. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'll give you that. <laughs> you want another one? I flimsy ones though. Yeah, let me see. Give me another. Another Painting. small thing you could do that would be like we're basically trying to give examples of what the butterfly effect could look like in everyday life. So give me give me another one. Painting a wall in your house. Hmm. A simple color. I feel like most people don't recognize that some colors give us different energy and vibes that's true if i paint it if i come home and i have a red painted wall my energy is gonna be different if my wall was gray you're so right so something small something that can just change your whole house you're so really. right actually i would say um recently i started to just um try to get just one or two flowers in a small little vase to flowers put... die i know <laughs> I yes, there are flowers. Well, I mean, I but I kind of pick them on the side of the road, or it's like if oh. you know if somebody, or if like if there's like a three dollar bouquet, I'll get the three dollar bouquet, right? I would have spent that on a cup of coffee, right? Um, but I have found that just having having a plant or something that's living in my space absolutely makes a difference. Okay. Yeah. You have any more? I do. Larger flaps. I do. I would say reading one interesting article a week. To help you think differently and dream bigger or experience a different point of view over time. Jasmine. What? You're talking to our podcast listeners. They are engaged in a new thought every <laughs> single Monday. What That's are you talking true. About? This is, we talk about articles every oh, Monday. Oh, well, here, here's the some. The weekly wellness. So the butterfly effect could be people clicking the articles. 
response rate's okay. Yeah. Be better. But still. But the thing is, I feel like they're reading our material. That's true. And that's an article. And that we is a new a idea. Article, every it's week. a new idea every single week. True. So they already got So you guys are already out. doing one flappable <laughs> thing. Look at that. You're already flapping those butterflies. Exactly. Wings, if you get the weekly and wellness the and you've signed up for for the weekly wellness, then that means you are actually already doing one new thing a week to be a butterfly effect in your life. That's actually pretty What's cool. What's so funny? I'm just trying to imagine what that corresponding hurricane looks like. If it's a world full of meditators, we're doing our job. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yes. When we do the podcast and we do the weekly wellnesses yes. and our organization is a flap. Right. It is. It is, it is yeah. a flapping wing Correct. to create a hurricane elsewhere in the lives of people and lives of our world, really. In, in the lives of our communities. Exactly. Families, structures, everything. And not just black and brown people everybody. no everybody because everybody. you know why concentric circles yes so yes we should leave it at that i love that we fl- well this is the butterfly zen flap yes yes <laughs> it's the zen flap of a wing that we hope creates an avalanche of change in other areas of your life yeah we'll keep flapping if you keep listening exactly share this exactly. with your people yes so we can get this flap to everybody <laughs> and make this Make the flapping of this wings even well, larger. Well, just so that this ripple of change gets larger and larger and larger. Say, one butterfly start. starts. Imagine to flutter. if there were a hundred fluttering butterflies. Yeah, more than a hurricane. You're changing. You're changing whole systems. A bunch of systems. You're changing whole systems. And that's, and that's what our goal yeah. is. We want to change systems. We want to change your internal system, how you operate, how you work, bring how you passion, navigate in the world, how, how you think about yourself, how, how you think about people around you, how governments work, how mm-hmm. governments think and feel. Mm-hmm. Right now, I feel like they're missing a. A, a human piece. A human piece. Yeah. A human co- There's a compassion element mm-hmm. that's missing. If you can implement compassion into individuals, you can implement it into systems. Yeah. Larger systems. So. Well, all systems are just a collection of individuals who exactly. come together to agree on something. I know, but that's the thing. So if I everyone like- came from the point of view of a really thoughtful, meditative place, of an, of an empathetic place, of a compassionate place, then just imagine what that does over time. Yeah. High five, Jay. <laughs> Not loud. Air five. Air five. <laughs> we are going to continue. I totally to flap agree. Here I totally agree. Because it's important. I agree. And to end it, as you know, we've been trying to make sure that we give you all a meditation tip of the week. So uh, to not leave you hanging, this week's meditation tip is something that we actually didn't even mention in the beginner's guide. So this is an entirely new tip. And it is, uh, you know, every now and again, some people will find it difficult to focus on their breath in the beginning of a meditation. And so we suggested doing what is called a body scan. Mm -hmm. And a body scan is when you actually think about physically how you feel from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet and just start to see if you notice tension in certain places. Are you really comfortable? Are you uncomfortable? And just start shifting so you feel more and more grounded in just understanding how your body feels in that moment. And that sense of concentration that you're using on your physical self We'll take it off of thoughts. Right. Which exactly. is the goal. And this is actually a great addition to JR's question from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Body scan. If coming to quiet is, is too much at once, use that shavasana or use that time after meditation mm-hmm. or, you know, when you're on the mat. So you do a body scan. Mm-hmm. And just check in with yourself from in, the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. And, you know, and check check for your shoulders, check for your for your jaw. Sometimes we tighten our jaw and we don't know it. Check oh, yeah. for your stomach, check for your feet. Like I have permascale. I have to actually turn it off when yes. I meditate. Like, I recognize it when I'm sitting down. Like, wow, why is my face screwed up? Right. You're like, why Why <laughs> am I clenching my teeth right now? Yeah. Nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's but, but it's a great way that, to get present really quickly, I think, Yeah, sometimes. and it's a great 
it's a great focal point. And we talk about mm-hmm. focal points in the Beginner's Guide to Meditation. But Correct. having a focal point, whether it's your body or your breath, will always get you to silence a little faster. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and it's it, not it a helps. Race, but I'm it's saying not like, a race, but it, it helps. It helps to bring that internal stillness a little bit closer. That's a good way to put it. Yep. So. Again, as always, if you guys have any questions for us mm-hmm. or want to reach out and say, hey, what's up? Our, our website, website blackzen.co. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love hearing from you. And thank you again for the fantastic feedback we've been getting. Mm-hmm. It helps us continue to flap our wings. Exactly. <laughs> so until next week, have a good one.